Welcome back for another bonus episode of Transform Your Workplace. Nicole Blevins is with me again. Hey, Nicole. Hey, I love being the bonus episode guest. It's my favorite thing to do. So thank you for I always have a lot of fun with you. It's always a good time. (laughs) And we're going to talk about mentorships. And some organizations are doing this in a formal way. Sometimes it just happens organically, which is always nice when it happens. I want to start with, have you had any experience with either being a mentor to somebody or as you're growing in your career, did you end up having a mentor, whether it's like formalized, organic, just ran across one, or there's, I think, another type of mentor, which is like somebody who doesn't even know you, but like they're so visible on like their content online. And so you consume all that and they become like this kind of passive mentor for you. Curious what your experience is. Yeah, I have had mentors across my career in different capacities, definitely informal and formal. So I would say going back to when I first moved from Florida here to Oregon, didn't know a lot of people. And I actually reached out to just different people on LinkedIn that I saw lived in the area that were HR professionals in Portland because I was craving that like connection and like how to really grow my HR career and expertise specific to Oregon. So I reached out to a lot of different people and luckily got an awesome retired VP of HR respond and willing to meet with me on a monthly basis just to connect and talk about my career and my career goals. So that kind of, I, it took a little effort on my part, like reaching out and want, wanting that type of relationship, but I was very fortunate to be able to find someone. And then I've also participated in my local SHRM chapters, more established and structured mentor program where you take a survey in the beginning to get matched with kind of another HR professional in the area that aligns with the work that you're doing or the work that you want to do some someday. So I've had that experience. And then also, I think just people you interact with, like leaders in your organization that you look up to. I see people like I've worked with internally at Zenium that I look up to that I see as mentors, and they probably don't know that they're acting as a mentor for me. So it's there's a lot of ways to do it. Yeah, absolutely. If you think back at the first men- mentor-mentee relationships, so you were the mentee, you had a mentor, the VP of HR that you're talking about. Yeah. What made that successful? What was your role in it? And what did you ask of the mentor? I imagine that you drove this. You were the one that reached out originally, right? So I'm curious what the roles you played and how you made the best of it. Yeah. I literally had no idea what I was doing at first, but I was like, I asked this person for their time and expertise. And so I need to make the most of this time and not just show up in the meeting and be like, hey, so tell me about HR stuff. So I did do research on like Googling what type of questions you should ask a mentor and like what, you know, type of questions should you ask them in order to get a really good benefit to yourself and figure out how you could apply that to your own experience and your own career. So I did that and put that together for the first meeting and asked some structured questions like, can you tell me a little bit about your experience and your career progression overall from a really general basis, getting more specific about what is there a particular book you recommend that I read and like asking those types of really specific recommendations. And I would say I did that for the first two sessions. But after that, we really got to know each other really well. And so it just really flowed really well from there. Like I didn't need set questions anymore because we had a good understanding of one another. And so it was just really a free flow of information, like me bringing up challenges I was currently having in 
my in my role or just in my personal life or work life balance and just allowing us to talk about those things and for her to provide like guidance or anecdotes of when something similar had happened to her and her career and me being able to really learn and grow from that has been invaluable. You were touching on something there where you're like, you Googled a bunch of questions to ask yeah. the mentor. I've had a lot of informational interviews with people like younger, maybe out of college who are, who, you know, who want to do the informational interview. And I have some very different experiences because some of them could have led to a mentorship relationship, but you can tell like they didn't, they weren't prepared and didn't really have the yeah. desire to get the maximum amount out of it. Like they didn't come with questions. They, it was like a yeah. blank canvas and then I'm talking at them, which isn't really helpful. So I think if it's a mentee, you come prepared with a lot of questions and then even ask, Hey, can I follow up with you? Can we develop a cadence around like meeting? I like the idea of you asking about books and other resources or even maybe people to yeah. connect with because that can snowball into a really good development for yourself. Anyways, I just wanted to make that anecdote because that was my experience and being a mentor or having that opportunity to, but even as a mentee, I've had opportunities there too. And it's like an yeah. interview. Like I'm basically asking as many questions as I possibly can. I've even yeah. gone as far, hey, what book should I be reading? And then we'll almost have a book club about it. I'll read yeah. the book. They've already read it. And then we'll digest it in terms of like real world practical stuff that applies to the work that we're doing. And so I think that's how you get the most out of it. It's almost like you're studying together or as a mentee, you got to ask the right questions. You're going to get yeah. good responses if you ask the right questions. Yeah, it really is driven by the mentee and that type of kind of like informal structure where you're reaching out because you need support or want support because people's time is like precious and valuable. Like I'm sure, Brandon, like you're super busy. I'm super busy. So it's important to really make the most of that time and make the person that, you know, you potentially want to act as your mentor moving forward or that you're trying to learn from also make them feel like they're spending their time valu valuably and really helping someone as well. So you have to definitely take that initiative at the beginning. And in more structured mentor programs, like the other one I mentioned, a lot of those are structured in a way for the mentor to, to lead that type of conversation and ask the mentee a lot of questions to try to figure out like what they want to do in their career, and then figure out resources that you as the mentor think can help them. If someone out there is like wanting a mentor, but like not sure how to lead that, that conversation or nervous about that, looking into those more structured programs, I think are really great because that'll at least give you an introduction to what something would look like and you an idea of maybe questions you would want to ask in the future. There's just a lot of opportunities out there. And it's also like I mentioned earlier, there are people in your life that you like look up to and like just the work they do. And you're like, oh, I want to be like yeah. that person someday. And they act as a mentor to you without even knowing that you see them that mm -hmm. way. Think of those people too in your life that you already look up to and maybe have a connection with to develop more of those more formal kind of mentorship relationships too. All of my relationships only one was an actual like structured on purpose relationship and then the others have been just organic and i, I want to tell you about all three of them because yeah. they're very different and i want listeners to think about they don't all have to be the same they can, right. can get different things out of different relationships so the first one i had was like right out of college and i was like 
didn't know what I wanted to do. And in fact, I started in insurance sales and I was doing it for oh, wow. six to eight months. I did not make it because it was just so hard. <laughs> it was hard. Sound I learned like a lot of skills. But I met somebody during that when I was like, I was selling life insurance at the time and car insurance. And I met this guy, his name is Doug. And we ended up having a formal relationship around it. So we met for coffee at like 6 a.m. on every oh, other hi. Friday. He was, he's so smart. He worked at, at the time at Intel. And just a brainiac when it comes to like finances and stuff. And I was wanting to learn all about that and business. And he gave me like a long list of books. In fact, he even gifted me several of them. And we would like, I would read them and I would just like, because I didn't have kids at the time. So I would just be pounding out these books. Yeah. And then we'd meet for coffee and talk about them and all that. So that was like really formal, very structured. And I love that. And then early in my career at Zenium, I had another mentor and his name is Robert Adrian. He was my manager at the time. He's a very different manager than what I have now in Angela Perkins. He was really hands off, but he would tell me to, hey, go learn this, go learn this. And he didn't really, he just gave me a blank canvas, but he like pointed me in the right direction, but he made me go figure it out. So I remember yeah. he asked me to do, do dashboards and reports for a sales dashboard. Go learn SEO. Like, and I keep yeah. hearing SEO. What does this mean? And so I literally would go grab a for dummies book and read it cover to cover <laughs> and practice all these things. And that was an interesting relationship because it was like, he's not really teaching me things per se, but he's giving me the space and autonomy and direction to do. And yeah. I thought that was an interesting, it was a manager relationship, but it was very much, I always look back on it. That was a mentor, yeah. mentorship for sure. And then now with my current manager of like almost 13 years, Angela Perkins, who's amazing. She and I have, a, it's more of a coaching sort of relationship. We've role played situations before. We've we just talk stuff out, and that's yeah. it's more of a therapeutic, like practicing before I do it sort of yeah. thing. And like I look back on those three things; those are very different relationships. And then, of course, I have like I mentioned at the start of when we were doing this podcast, I have these these off in the distance mentorships, like thought leaders that I just consume everything that they talk about. And all the resources they share, and I just consume it all. And so I'm like trying to get in their brain. Yeah. Do you have, can you relate to any of that? Yeah. All the mentorship ones I've had are different, and I've gained different things from each of them. I would say, like, even myself now, like, I know how hard it is to find a mentor sometimes yeah. if you don't see someone in your life or in the jobs that you have as a mentor, whether that's your manager or just someone else in the organization. And you're just reaching out to a bunch of different people like on LinkedIn, like it can be hard and it can take a long time and it feels uncomfortable because you're asking someone that you potentially don't know very well yet for their time and their energy. And so I think it never hurts to ask, I guess, is what I would say to people. And there is no perfect way. Don't, like you said, you got something different out of each of those different mentorship relationships and each of you interacted in a very different way. And that's okay because there is no like one size fits all or right way to be a mentor or mentee or find a mentor either. I would just reach out and ask yourself like, what am I at this point in my career or where I am in yeah. my life right now looking to get out of this? Am I looking for what you said, more of that coaching conversation or someone to bounce ideas or thoughts off? Am I looking for resources from someone on how I can grow my own learning or experience? And then from there, once you have a clear idea of what you're looking for, you can articulate that in a way to make sure you get what you need. And also the person, you know, you're reaching out to or that you want to be your mentor is feeling fulfilled and good about that arrangement as well. 
There's one other area of this I want to get your thoughts on, because this is not the formal side of mentorship, but how we show up as role models in an organic way. So let's say as an organization, we want to make a concerted effort. Like all of our leaders and managers are going to show up a certain way. They're going to be out front and people are going to talk a certain way. Or I just want to get your feedback on like, how do you show up? Do you make a concerted effort around like trying to influence and inspire and move people that might be earlier in their career? I don't know if it's intended or not. I'm just curious, like, what do you think about that? Yeah, I definitely do. Personally, myself, I feel like I'm I'm really super conscious of that. And I volunteer in capacities where I help like young HR professionals get prepared to take their certification exam. And I do all kinds of that stuff because it's just something I'm really passionate about and I care about. And I want to be like a positive influence in other people's lives and mentor and support other people. But I, I think, like I mentioned earlier, there's a lot of people you can probably think of in your career that you looked up to for some reason, whether that's someone you've worked with or someone personally in your life. And a lot of times the person is just modeling who they are or the organization's culture and not necessarily doing it intentionally, right? They just are being who they are and what they think that it's important and what they're passionate about. And that is what some people will look up to. So I always try to remind myself that like when I'm at work or I'm at events or whatever, that I'm how I show up, like other people are seeing that and they're making decisions or judgments or whatever we want to call it about that, whether that's good or bad. And so I strive to try to show up as the best version of myself and really be able to articulate and be clear about who I am and what I want to do and what my goals are to positively influence and impact others as well. But a lot of times people do that without even trying or without, (laughs) you know, that being the initial intent of what they're doing. What I'll say about that is people are always watching. I know because I I do it myself, but I make a very intentional effort to use the words carefully about what I say. I try to listen more than I speak in most cases. The body language is an underrated tool as well. Active listening and response. If I'm having a conversation with you and I'm listening, am I actively? Am I trailing off and responding to my phone and doing whatever? I mean, so how you show up, people are always watching and they oftentimes will model that. They'll look to their leaders or other leaders that maybe they don't report to. They're always paying attention and they often will pick up on those behaviors and do it themselves, positive or negative. Exactly. Yeah. And I feel like called to call out the person that I look up to as a mentor that may or may not know that. And you probably know who it is, Brandon, because this person's amazing. Is Lacey part of Hello, yeah. obviously. But like she really doesn't try to be a mentor or anything in particular to anybody. She just lives who she is <laughs> in her mm-hmm. truth, mm-hmm. I guess I will say. And I really do look up to her and see her as a mentor. And so I think just it's important to remind people of like how you show up to work matters and how people see you matters and you may be impacting and influencing someone's life without even realizing it. Couldn't agree more. This has been a fun discussion. Thanks for coming on the podcast. Anything you want to say in in parting? Just go out there and look for that mentorship. Is that something that you're seeking or think, you know, how you can be a great mentor to others? I love it. Thanks, Nicole. Yeah. Thanks.
The views, thoughts, and opinions expressed are the guest's own and do not represent the views, thoughts, and opinions of ZenMHR or the host, Brandon Laws. The material and information presented on Transform Your Workplace is for general information and educational purposes only. Zenium HR or the host, Brandon Laws, does not necessarily endorse any guest, their business, or any organization they represent. Discretion is advised. Please work with a trusted advisor to find a custom approach that fits your organization's needs.